Alright everybody, welcome back to another week. This is episode number 9 of the Kill Your Internet podcast. With us is your boy, Mr. Colin Budney. And for the first time, we have on the beautiful, the wonderful, Mr. James Iovine. What's up, my dude? What's up, dude? How you doing? What's up, everybody? We are doing this through the magic of Skype. Uh, Dude, I can't believe technology is a wonderful thing, isn't it? It is, it is. It's bringing us all together and shit like that. And (laughs) shit. only way we can be together right now i know we're we're obeying the quarantine we're, we're social distancing we're doing all that good stuff dude this is about as social distancing as you can get right now i know we're out here doing the most social distancing possible yeah uh, erica came over for like 20 minutes the other day and that did not fly well in my household it was like yo germs oh, yeah, no. <laughs> there's germs everywhere it's uh, i don't know man <laughs> uh james what have you been up to in your time dude so I have been actually I've been actually working, which is yeah. For for those who don't know, other than being a drummer, Jimmy's family also owns a very famous bar and restaurant in Philadelphia and a produce market. So yeah, you you got to keep it flowing, dude. Got to keep the money flowing. Got to keep got the money moving. Money you know how moving. it is. If we the, uh, the bar is the bar is shut down. The bar obviously is not, yeah, but I know we're doing some produce orders, a lot of online orders. That's pretty much where I've been, the head of making sure all the online owners come in and are shopped correctly and then go out to the customer with good, you know, quality and stuff like that. You know, all that jazz. Uh, Uh, If it means anything, what I've been doing is uh, watching The Office and uh, (laughs) writing songs and recording and doing like podcast or I'm sorry, like FaceTime, Skype uh, songwriting sessions. And I'm getting some good shit out of it, but I edited together the uh, "That's How It Goes" video, and that went beautifully. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. that looks great, dude. It does look great. It does. Uh, I wonder how many through. comments we're gonna get on me touching my face. But <laughs> <laughs> you're by yourself. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just cue the cue, curb your enthusiasm music right now. All right, yeah. So, all right, let's go. So, obviously, we're still on coronavirus lockdown. The world shut down, dude. This is insane. This is something that's gonna be written about in history books. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this, we're part of history. That's for damn sure. They're going to be talking good, about this. It's not a good thing that we're part yeah. of history. Yeah. <laughs> when history I was I your age. <laughs> I saw a great meme today, and it was like, uh, it was a picture of like an old dude and a, a kid talking to an old dude, and it was like, Dad, what wh- what did you do during the great coronavirus outbreak of, <laughs> of 2020? And the dad said, fired up the PS4 and got super fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, man. It's all we got right now. I was thinking about diving back into some PS4. I thought you were going to say diving back into weed. And I was going to be like, do your thing, dude. Do your thing. No, the (laughs) last thing I need in a global pandemic is the paranoia that comes with marijuana. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. There's germs everywhere. There's germs everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I'll be freaking All right, so we've been – I've done this podcast with Eric – I've done it with Will. I've done it with Ken. But this has been one I've specifically been ready for because I fucking love you. And I, I love you too, buddy. <laughs> your voice is perfect for this. Give me your worst Philly accent right now. Uh, dude, you know, we're just locked down right now. I can only get my fucking sky roll on delivery. <laughs> oh it's my fucking God. insane, dude. I'm trying to make some minestrone and I can't because the acme's out of scattle. <laughs> to those who aren't from Philadelphia, this isn't going to make any goddamn sense, but I'm, no, I'm no, proud no. of it. Well, I mean, they might understand me. You know what's <laughs> funny, yo? I've been, I've been, I got, so I got married in October, as we've covered about a thousand times on this podcast, and uh, er- Eric and uh, his brother Kevin gave me a gigantic, like, 
three liter bottle of whiskey for my wedding gift. And I was like, I'll never be able to finish that. And I think because of quarantine, I'm about like three quarters of the way down. <laughs> Just searching. I've had what a bag you- stock of like bad Michelob Ultras and I've been cutting Ew. through a couple a night. <laughs> what has been your... Uh- like, what have you been doing? Like, because I, I mean, like the po- our band group chat's dry as fuck right now because nobody's fucking doing anything. Yeah, so nobody's what have you doing been- anything, and nobody wants to answer anyway. <laughs> what have, what have you been doing? Sitting. I've been watching a lot of seasons of Survivor. Dude, you've been telling me about this. Like, you Dude. and Ken both have been trying to put me on Survivor. Like, what is the Dude, deal? Dude, I'm this? telling you. Yo, by the way, Ken's got a mustache now. <laughs> Yo, all right, real, real yeah, talk. Sidetrack. Real but. talk, yo, Ken Ken drops in the group chat this morning with the best mustache of all time. See, I've been I completely shaved my face, so Dana thinks I look like I'm twelve. So if you yeah. see in the camera, I got no facial hair at all. I look like a baby. But on the other hand, yo, yo, Ken's I have not ta- I have not taken a hat off in like a solid week. My shit is like wolfing right now. Uh, I got no fade. Usually, I got a nice clean shaven head. This shit is wackadoo. Yeah, what are you? Because I mean, you shave your own head. I shave my own head, and I can go shave my own head right now. But I, <laughs> what's the point? It's just not been worth it. Do you want to do that? Let's do that live on the stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All no. right. But so, um, yeah, yeah. But what Survivor, have you been up to? man. I've been trying to get you into it. Ken, me and Ken, fucking talk about it. There's like, it's one of the best shows. It holds up every what single season? time. What season are you on? Like fifty eight. Well, this the the show is currently on its fortieth season, and they brought back, I think, twenty different people who won the game, million dollar winners, Jesus. to play again. And that's how you know because they've had forty seasons, so they've had forty winners. They can get twenty that are still, at least you know. Alive. Survivor hits a, yeah. Survivor hits a little too close to home right now for me. I don't think I can deal with <laughs> Survivor. <laughs> it's too um. it's too real. Oh man, <laughs> the the fight uh, for the coconuts is too real. Yeah, it's literally, I've been going to the grocery store doing the fight for the coconuts in real life, and I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. The toilet paper, the toilet paper struggles. Bro, I got to to like things at toilet paper last week, and I got so hyped. I was like, yo, I legit have fucking. I am stocked up. Right. I am the king of the apocalypse. It's going down. <laughs> All right, so let's go into like what the fuck is going on right now. So obviously, we're in the throes of this shit, and. uh I don't know, man. I've been doing. I've been doing my best to keep it all together. Uh, whether well. you stay, whether you stay, or you go. I know you know better. Mm-hmm. This is the life we chose for reasons no one knows. This this is the life we didn't choose. This yeah, life I know. we this had no <laughs> choice for. Oh God! <laughs> but nah, dude. I don't. That's know. how it I goes, been, though, man. I just been writing a lot, and I got the home studio set up right now. So I've been sending Jimmy. I can't program for shit. So yeah. this is all. Um, but I got something. I got something cooking. I got some nice shit. But I got some great interviews lined up for the podcast, dude. I've just been yeah, man. That's good. Getting it done. Well, nobody uh, else is doing anything, so they should get on the podcast. You know, it oddly enough has somehow like leveled the playing field of the music industry, and in that nobody can do anything. Nobody can tour, and even like the most like I don't know like up there bands are all kind of in the same posi- position right now. It's 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 fucking odd. Yeah, using used correctly, this could be an actually really good time. I mean, at the end of the podcast, we'll go into, like, possibilities of, like, what could be a positive out of this. Because me and Will did that, right. too, and I, I like that conversation. But, yeah. obviously, main focus here is not getting any old people sick, not fucking spreading this shit around, and just, you know, being a good citizen. Yeah. Be, be kind right. to your fellow Americans. 
be kind to your fellow man, man. and woman. Yeah, man is a species, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so let's go into, Jimmy, if you have listened to this before, we go into our first segment every time. It's called The Wildest Shit That I've Seen on the Internet This Week. Yeah. And uh, All right, so I haven't gone over these with Jimmy yet, so I'm just going to hear you react. All right, number one, the number one thing that is running the internet right now is Tiger King on Netflix. Have you watched it yet? No, I've been oh, hearing man. great things, though. I feel like it's going to be nuts. Me and Kaylee, are, we have it on the list. All right, give me give me a second to just vent for a minute, because Dana made me watch it this morning, and I I just I. What's it about? Man. All right, so I'll give me a synopsis. Yeah. There's this dude. I forget his fucking name because I just can't like get the images of these people out of my head. He's this dude from Oklahoma who runs a like a janky ass like home wildlife like, preserve. Yeah, but he has like 130 tigers, all these exotic animals and shit. In Oklahoma? And yeah. Though, listen, there is fucking. So he is a, a polygamist with two husbands. He fucking has all these exotic animals. Everybody that works for him is either missing all of their teeth, all of their, or like one of their limbs. Um,. I, dude, it's impossible to. I can't describe this. There's murder. Everybody is incredibly ugly. Like, <laughs> it's impossible to try and describe. It's fucking oh my God. insane, Jim. I have no words as to like what the fuck this is. And the memes are out of control. Yeah, um, I'm sure. Oh my God, the memes are incredible. But more than anything, I literally couldn't watch it anymore because everybody's so fucking hard to look at. Like it's hard to explain. Like <laughs> the whole time, I just kept being like, "How are? How do people look like this?" And like, I'm not gonna ruin the show for you because I right. all I'm gonna say is I did I not. That. I did not enjoy what I watched because it was like, <laughs> there's nobody to like, and, and everybody yeah. everybody's watching it. But like, you watch people get their fucking arms ripped off. There's like a federal <laughs> investigation. Christ. There's like fucking like people killing themselves <laughs> and fucking Jesus. This is wild. It's fucking. I gotta, I gotta catch this. I, I gotta catch this. It's all no hero. It sounds like there's no hero in this dude, story, but I still want to watch it. We're gonna have another recap where we do another episode between me and you, and there's just like no redeeming character. Everybody's gross, and fucking. First of all, it's a lot about cats. I don't like cats, so that automatically threw me off. Oh, I like cats. <laughs> I know oh, you do. Oh, are you? Yeah, me and Kayla are getting a kitten. Whatever you do, don't order a two thousand dollar Tyler Tiger Cub from this dude from Oklahoma. <laughs> Uh, Noted. Uh, all right, so let's no, go. It's coming from Delco. <laughs> <laughs> let's go into our second, our second wildest shit that I seen on the internet. Wait, so let me get, let me get one in. It's not a wild thing that I saw on the internet, but I kind of think we should all do it. I think the band should get together. I'll put up money. I don't care. We okay. should all download like the Monopoly app. Monopoly. Yeah, and just get like a game going between all like seven of us, if we can, or like four of us. Wait, so that's what's popping on the internet right now? That's what's popping in Jimmy's internet. So it's it's like yeah, Jim, Jimmy's the king of like internet phone games and shit like that. Like uh, <laughs> I look at him with the thumbs up right now. Um, God yeah, flash, bro. I'm fu- I'm fucking down for. Maybe we'll go back to Farmville. Like remember Farmville back in? <laughs> I do remember. There people were into that. Dude, Farmville. Remember Subway Surfer? Do you remember that? I don't. All right, that's so a graffiti one, right? Yeah, and you had to like jump. Over, it's a fucking long story, but all right, so Monopoly's <laughs> on there. I got one. So there's been a lot. People are so bored. People have been doing these online generators of like. So it's like, all right, uh, your birth month 
is your quarterback and your your birth date is your wide receiver and it's a list of like wide receivers and quarterbacks and it's like would you be able to compete in the nfl and like so if it's like i'm october my quarterback is Jameis winston and if i'm the 18th like my wide receiver is like uh, demarius thomas like it's like that but i found one and i want to do yours live on the air right now so this one is like what is your movie all right jim so for director uh what is your birth month November, so 11. Okay, so your director is Martin Scorsese. Fuck yeah. All right, so the star the star of your movie, what day of the of the month were you born? The 11th. Okay, so your actor is Aquafina. Do you know who she is? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can't she, believe, she, I don't think Scorsese she, could uh, direct. So she's one of the, the actresses from... Uh, um, crazy rich Asians. All right, so right oh. now you have Scorsese directing Aquafina, the, <laughs> the co-star. What color are your eyes? Blue. Okay, so <laughs> co-starring Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> and hold on. And the genre of your movie is what percentage? <laughs> what percentage is your phone battery on right now? Oh God. Let's um, check. Let's do a check here. Seventy-three. <laughs> in a sci-fi movie. <laughs> so your movie, I want to see it. I want to so, see it. So your movie is Martin Scorsese directing Aquafina and Kevin James in a sci-fi movie. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's let's do mine real quick. So yeah, my yeah, yeah. I'm October. So my director is Taika Waititi, who did nice. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my star is the 18th. So it'd be Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> And my eyes are also blue, so it's co-stars Kevin James. <laughs> and my genre is at 25. Yeah, what's your phone at? 25? So it's a biopic. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been, Wait, so the Colin Budney story starring Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington and Kevin James would be... Ke- Kevin James Kevin would be you. <laughs> Directed by Taika Waititi. So that's a, that's a, that's our movie. Directed by Taika Waititi. I think he would do a good version of me and you. Dude, I just so, don't see... Denzel Washington. So, and the, the kind of like the hand in hand thing with the, the the random generators has been, uh, people are doing their top lists of things and like arguing about it. So, right. like some of my favorite ones I saw were top college football players, uh, top, um, uh, backyard baseball players. Remember backyard baseball when we were kids with Pablo Sanchez and like Amir Khan and all. Oh yeah. Um, and then I saw like t- top NBA point guards. And, uh-huh. like, I've seen a lot of, like, top Marvel movies. And that's why I picked top Mar- Marvel movies as, like, later on in our conversation, we're doing our coronavirus, oh, uh, like, survival kit. So today, me and Jimmy are covering top snack foods because all anybody's been fucking doing is eating. Yeah. And uh, we're doing top Marvel movies because little known fact, and I covered this in the podcast with Eric, um, I am I am Jim, <laughs> I and Jimmy are both huge Marvel nerds. So we're going to go over our top... Dude, first of all, fuck Jimmy, because Jimmy got me hooked on New Rockstars. If you don't know New Rockstars, explain New Rockstars, Jim. New Rockstars is a YouTube channel that, like, uh, they go in in-depth breakdowns of uh, Marvel, Star Wars. They did a lot of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is where it got me hooked. Yeah, yeah, and they, like, they just, between, like, lore and, uh, like, 
relating to like comics or relating to and any just the other most material. the most in depth breakdowns ever. Yeah, they they'll, they'll talk about the music and how that affects scenes. They'll talk about how they shoot it and why. They Dude, shoot if you're it this a Game way. of Thrones fan, you have to go back and rewatch like Eric Voss's breakdowns of like. Uh, yeah. like the fucking music in the Sept of Baylor and how it's gonna yeah. like it's fucking crazy. Sick, sick. Right. They do it right. It's insane. So, we'll get into that later in the podcast. Um, but we're gonna go into our next segment, right? So we do this every week. Uh, it's the first question we ask when we see people. The first question I always ask people when we go into the studio: yeah. What the fuck have we been listening to? So I'm gonna go first, Jimmy. You'll follow up, but we're gonna sure. do each each song in a small explanation as to why you like it, what's good about it. Um, yeah. and my first song. Uh, she's a, a uh, and Jimmy was the first one that ever I trusted enough. We spent enough time together in the songwriting perspective to have him say, "Fuck that shit. That's stupid. Let's, yeah. you know, change some things." Do you remember the first time that you ever made a change or like an, an alteration, and you were like, "Okay, that's going on the record." Uh, it was uh, probably. I got two that I would think of right away. It was from the same period of time. It was those first recordings back in Philly. Right. Yeah, I think it's uh, uh what's the name? Down uh Too Little Too Late. Too Little Too Late was your biggest change, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, cuz I uh, I figured out the night before we went into the studio too. I was like yeah, sitting by myself that story. and I was like how the fuck are we going to make like cuz like like if it doesn't sound right to me, I'm going to push and push and push and push until it does sound right whether with a compromise, whether it's Colin's idea whether it's my idea or whether we jam out for 15, 20 minutes and we come up with something even better. And what's funny, too, is I want everybody to realize this. this like, Because me and Jimmy have a very loving relationship. We're very close as human beings, and we're as close as you can get as artists yeah. because we are brothers in this thing. But me and Jimmy will have fucking legit throwdown arguments. And not, like, arguments, but, like, legit. Yeah, we'll get pissed like, at each other for sure. What we will we will go back and forth to the point where Jimmy will come up with something and I'll say no. I'll just be like, nope. no, that's not gonna fucking yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, no, and fuck Jimmy, no. That's Jimmy gonna sound like, fucking horrible. Yeah, and, and so this <laughs> is. I think this is the reason why I wanted to bring this up and to think like just so bands know, like or songwriters know that like you can have these disagreements as long as you keep it. You yeah, know, and and you just know that it doesn't come from any malice. It's just like like uh, creative ideas are some of the most personal and like. Uh, you know, like uh, deep ideas that you have. So, like, yeah. So, you, I mean, it's so part you of feel, your, your you being, feel very your passionate soul. about them, and there's nothing wrong with feeling passionate about it. In the, but not but at all. You know, there's also you know room for collaboration. You're not always right. I'm not always right, and that's totally fine. You know, we use. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you like my first moment where like I felt comfortable enough to let you step in and change something. What's that? Right. So, me and Jim were sitting on his couch in Fishtown, and. Uh, I brought in this song called Shine, and it was a song that I had written in college when we were like just fucking starting out that we wanted to put on like out as like the fucking real version of Foxtrot. And I brought in this, and I was like, it's missing something. It's missing a fucking uh, after second chorus like bridge part. And I was sitting, and I was like, and Jimmy, me and Jimmy had been drinking bourbon, and he just goes, he goes. I was like, I can't get anything out of me. And he goes, Well, what's the fucking song yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. I was like, What's the song about? And he forced these words out of me, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is..." And it took me out of my comfort zone. It took me out of my completely out of my comfort zone to where I was like, I almost turtled up for a second. I was like, "Oh, I don't know. Like, do I want to like share my words like this?" Because that was always my thing. I was very personal about words. Music, you can change music, but words don't fucking touch. Yeah, my words. exactly. But hates that Jimmy. He forced the words out of me. Paint yourself in shades of gold and disregard disregard the lies, told, the lies yeah. you told. 
And it's like it's about feeling leaving... good about yourself. It's about like standing up for being you and only you and stuff like that. And I was like, well, write something like that then. <laughs> yeah, I was all drunk exactly on bourbon, but it like it worked. Yeah, I was going to say, but really you know, well. the thing is though, when, when Jimmy, when Jimmy's drunk too. When Jimmy's drunk though, he like, goes on. He's just like, so what's the fucking song <laughs> about? And he said it like a hundred times. So yeah, but I was like, I was looking I think, for a like, thesis statement for all you university kids out there that are doing classes from home. <laughs> Now, Jim, Jim, with the, in the context of our band, right? When we, we the writing process still comes down to I, I write the words, correct? But how do you think that we've changed as far as a band in our in our writing the way we write songs? When you come down to the new stuff like Monster and uh, Tell It to the Internet and like right. everything that's coming out, right? What do you what do you think has changed? Um. So, well, there's a lot more collaboration I think between multiple versions, multiple people in the band. Like Kenny will have an idea. Erica's coming in with some fly ideas. Er- I always say Erica's the foreman. Erica sits in the back and yeah, and she just... keeps the, she definitely keeps us on track and working. Yeah, yeah. she because we can go off and talk about dumb shit for a while, but she's like, guys, come on, I want to go to fucking bed. like who, <laughs> like who, like who would be the best Wolverine? Erica. <laughs> yeah. Erica Ruiz started she's off like on five, Twitter as like Erica foot. for Wolverine. Uh, Donald from Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, the, uh, what's the name? But I think, like, just having a bunch of people in the room, like, adding uh, Will. Will's a musical, like, just... I mean, Will, Will to me, has been the linchpin. Yeah, Will, Will's helped a lot, especially musically and, like, with harmonics, with melody and stuff like that. He really knows where, where it is because he can hear it on a dime. It's insane how well that yeah. kid's ear is. I think between between my ear and Will's ear and technical knowledge, it's like kind of like this like cheat yeah, code yeah, and you in the back. Yeah, yeah, you that, can get what you actually want out of it as fast as possible, and then like that's the biggest thing. I think the turnaround too, and the way that we write songs, it's also different because I we used to not have as much of like a an incubation period, as much of like a uh tur- like it's a longer turnaround now to where we we take our time with songs and we we yeah we don't record it until it's right. And we do so much pre-production. rather than rather than like have to write twelve songs to fill an album. Uh, we write one song at a time, get it right, then go record that one song in one day, and then not have to worry about. All right, well, let's work on this song. Let's come back to this song. Let's work on this song. It's 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 well, you, you know, can concentrate more I- on on one song and it, and it really works well, out I, th- I think one thing that's been very beneficial to us as a band has been kind of the death of ego in the way that we very much have learned each of us to play a part right. and not like I always it's a conversation we have in the studio a lot and like um, I feel like there's like different moments where people are like well then I'm not doing anything but it's kind of the thing where I, I always say this it's 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 what serves the song the best exactly it's not, it's about, not you. about you it's not about it's it's about Foxtrot whoever he is and the get down whoever they are it's that and the thing is like I mean for, from from I can give us both examples like right now I've been trying to have you do something that you don't want to do and it's I, I've been trying to write a song in a four four pocket and you're just yeah. like, I don't want to well, actually do that. <laughs> I don't want to I do have that. an idea no, it's not in the four four pocket, but I have an idea that I wanted to run by you about you? something else we can do after the podcast. But um Okay. Uh yeah, you you're trying to do You're listening to collaboration happen right now, Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And uh, well, another thing was like when you were writing Monster, I don't know what you were doing, but I was like, I kinda wanna play the drums like this and I just started playing a drum beat and you were like, Oh, yeah, like you I think you were trying to have yep. it slower and like more of like a 
like a, a rock and blues kind of like uh, yep. a thing on the drums. And I was like, nah, I'll just like play like a, catch a you know, that's when I played the four four pocket and it really worked out in monster. But, and that was like such an odd thing too, because when people hear monster, um, we tried to model the drum sound after like um, Queens of the stone age. And we took all the air out of the drums, but it's like, it's such an odd thing. It's, I remember the first time you did that, that pre-chorus part where you're doing like the, yeah you hated it and i was and i looked at you and i went i just shook my head i went no fuck that that will never work (laughs) i remember you saying that the funny thing is so uh, along the the lines of collaboration we um you know i sent that to our producers that we were going to be working with both eric bogax and trey sasser who we interviewed last week on the podcast and they were like Yo, that pre-chorus thing Jimmy did in the third version of that song is the fucking money. And I was like, really? I was like, I fucking hate yeah. that. And they were like, no, you're wrong. And I was like, all right, well, <laughs> yeah. everybody. And then when we did it, and I remember a specific moment in the studio when we were listening back to like your drum track, we shook hands. I like, I gave you like a a, a fucking like, yeah. I hit you with like the up and like break it kind of yeah, a high five yeah. and and i was like you're right dude yeah. i will be the first person when something works to be like yo that was yeah, right yeah exactly right. i was exactly. wrong and i do the same thing and that's that's okay you can argue about it for days just as long yeah. as you get something that you both are okay with then like that's that's the beauty of it and I that's the best thing for the fans want too, the best exactly 100 percent. you know but i mean there's one other like there's one like story that i want to go over and it was something that i do individually outside of the band um and I go, I write for a songwriter, I, I write for CSAC, and I go to Nashville, and I go to L.A., and I write with different songwriters. And it's been fruitful in the fact that we have a song on the new record called Never Get Enough of You that was written in a co-write in Nashville on Music yeah, Row. big ups to Charlie. And then, uh, we have a song that's coming out, oh man, I'm going to say it now because this is coming out on Monday, but we have a song that's coming out in two weeks uh, that was a collaboration between us and the uh, one of the members... He's a, a past member of AWOL Nation named Kenny Kenny Carkeet. Um and it was just a co-write in LA and it just went up being really cool. And we actually like sent the track back to back to Will and he put horns on yep. it. Um but Jimmy me Jimmy came down for a songwriting set. I took him down for a week of songwriting in Nashville. I want him to get his yeah. feeding because I I just take his opinion very highly and I think he's a great I think he's a great editor and a great song constructor and I just wanted to see what would happen. What was that experience like for you, Dude, Jim? That that was so much fun to be able to like uh just you know take it was almost like a vacation you know it was a working vacation but it was a vacation because you know like yeah. you got to go down and you had to just solely concentrate on music you didn't have to worry about like going and going to work or going home and doing this doing that and like just getting up for yeah there's there's no compartmentalizing exactly down there you just woke all up you're and doing you just, is focusing on you had you like the best way to go about it was to have just like a, a blank slate in your head like just clear mind and you were and just it was, immersed it was, it, was, it was wonderful it's almost cathartic in a way because you just go down there and it's just the only thing you can concentrate on is uh you know singing a song you know what i mean like as 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 it, that sounds kind of like that not to diminish it but like yeah like that's my favorite thing to do so like going down there and doing it for you know five days in a row five days yeah that was like the best and then you know you go grab a beer with the person like we we went out and grabbed tacos with sarah clanton oh sarah clanton yeah yeah do that i was listening to that i was listening to that the other day the the one with the cello where the flowers bloom yeah so we this is actually a cool story so we were writing on uh in the ns 
IA building, whatever, National Songwriters building on Music Row. Major stunt. That sounds so yeah, fucking it cool. Sound cool. It was um, a, it was a, it was a house. Uh, <laughs> it looked like somebody's house, but it was cool. So yeah, that's all it is, dude. If you go down to Music Row, which is a bunch yeah, of houses, bunch of houses with signs outside. <laughs> so we, it's me, Jimmy, and Sarah, and we write, we write a pretty cool song. She's a cello player from Nashville, and we, uh, we go out and we get tacos at this place called Bar Taco. And I'm wearing one of my shirt, the shirt that says uh, "City of Brotherly Love" on it. And we walk in the door. And we go get a spot at the bar, but as I'm walking, somebody grabs me by the back of the shirt, and she's like, "Are you from Philly?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, what, what yeah, the fuck what's about it? it? Like, you? you got a problem? Like, what's the deal here?" <laughs> and like, that's how I took it too. I was like, "Yeah, why?" And she was like, "I'm from Philly. Like, what yeah, the fuck?" Yeah, I remember she was that. Like, no that way. older lady with her husband. Which, by the way, happens everywhere we go. So she goes, um, "Like, we go over the bar, and she buys us a round of drinks, and she like starts taking care of us. She's like, um." Do you know somebody by the name of Ryan? I'm not gonna put the guy's last name in here because I don't want to yeah, like, yeah, blow yeah. him up. And I was like, "Yeah, uh, I was just with him yesterday. Uh, he is the manager of the bar that I work at." And she goes, "You work at City Tap House?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" So I Facetime Ryan sitting at the bar, and I'm like, "Yo, with your girl, yeah." <laughs> so it's a small fucking yeah, world. Yeah, it's small but, world. Philly um, follows us everywhere, man. I mean, well, one thing that I did learn from that experience was. It's one thing I've learned from all these experiences that collaboration is not like just like a small time thing. And it's that, you know, I feel like as people f- not from an L.A. or a Nashville or a New York and you go to these places and you're like, oh, man, I hope I can cut it. Like, I hope, you know, with right. these fucking people Dude, nine times out of ten. I've, every time I've ever walked in a room, I'm like, yo, I'm fucking as good, if not better than these people. Yeah. And it, like, I wonder if you felt that way when you walked I in. I did not. I did not. But you do have to. I mean, I, I try to I, I, I have very good fake confidence. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you walk into a room and you're like, uh, we're going to this little, like this place on music row that we're going to write with somebody who does this for a living. You're like, holy shit, what the fuck? But then as soon as you get in there, you realize what it is. It's not as, it's not as, uh, static or as like stagnant as you yeah, thought it would it, be. It's like, not like- Cause it was more, it was a cool room. It wasn't like you going in there and you're writing a song. It wasn't like a static and it wasn't like you're, um. You're in this room to write music. It wasn't yeah, almost yeah, like a doctor's you, like, office. That's feeling. what I had my that. like going into it. It's gonna be like more of a conference room kind of thing. But no, it was kinda of like some like it was like a lounge area. It was kinda of... I mean we, we went, went to, to Charlie's, Charlie's house, house and we went to that other guy. We were write that country song. There's a slow dance coming on. Oh, that was so yeah, much was fun. That we guy was cool. But the thing is, like I, I like when we go to those places, like I do do this, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, a novice. I'm not, like, some amateur. We've had songs right. on the radio yeah, all over exactly. the country, and, you know? Like, we're you fucking know, you legit. Get to, you, get, you get more comfortable with it when you do it. Like, I'd never done it before, so I walk into this place, and I don't know what's going to happen, but we sit down with this girl who's cool as shit. She's got a cello in her hand. She's got purple hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're sitting on couches. Yeah, it was like, fucking I, badass. I sit dude. at a keyboard, and I just start playing, like, bass notes. Colin picks up a guitar, and we start going, and that was it. It wasn't, like, uh, you know, start, finish. You know, it was it was very fluid and nope. very 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 fun. Well, I think too. Like, I learned something about you on that trip too, because Jimmy actually got a writing credit for "Never Get Enough of You" because it was a session between me and Charlie and Kenny, yeah, or and and Jimmy, and we fucking banged this shit out, and it actually wound up making the record. So, yeah. you know, it's a a situation where, yeah, yeah we can we hang with this. anybody, Jim. I like it. But more than anything, you taught me the 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 virtue of of collaboration and and concession and growth so thank i want to give that up thank to you man you taught me patience and uh you know jimmy I mean? 
I love I love writing songs. I mean, because dude, you ju- you do come out with uh uh you know you have a way of going about the uh, acoustic guitar of uh, playing every instrument at once on the acoustic guitar. So yes. it's really fun to, uh, to yes. instead of construct construct songs, deconstruct what you want out of the song and make it the song. And it's really fun to help you do that. Jim, how does it feel to just write with somebody who brings you absolute bangers <laughs> every time? Just banger after <laughs> banger after acoustic banger. The one you the one you kept sending me, that Bro, one's a cool one. I like it acoustic though. We'll, we'll yeah, talk, I like we'll that song a lot. No, I agree with that. Actually, Will is programming up uh, uh, a thing right now for me to get to be able to send you a um, a, a better demo. So tonight, I'm actually going to focus on putting together a really good demo to send okay. you. But I finished the song. Okay, cool. Yeah, let me. Um, I would love to hear it. All right, so that's enough exclusive yeah, yeah, information yeah, yeah, yeah. for the people, yo. Um, Jim, I just want to say because we're gonna wrap this up now. Love I fucking too, love you. Um, I can't wait to nuzzle your beard in a week. Um, and we'll do this again soon. Jimmy oh, will be back on the podcast ASAP, buddy. I can't wait to do this again. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, fucking thank you for tuning in for another episode. We'll have another one this week with Erica as well. We're also going to have our buddy Jake Floyd from the band The Orphan, the poet, call in as well. Awesome. Jake's Jake's calling in? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, he was a cool dude. Um, all right, yo. So uh, me, from me and Jimmy, I just want to say... Fuck yeah, you dude, guys. have fun. Happy you. quarantine, everybody. Peace. Happy quarantine, y'all.